Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 before I go on my 40-minute rant to open up the show, (laughs) let me just confirm, because Crystal let me know beforehand that I was cutting out. Is it working better now? It's better now. Thank you. Okay. Is it it good? We're we're good to go, so I don't have to change it on mic, because I don't mind. I'll delay the show for 20 minutes, and you guys, I'll give you guys a, a walkthrough of me changing out my equipment. But we don't get time for that because I'm already late. I've already just walked in the door here at the DDP Radio Megaplex before my equipment decided to fail me. See, I'm not in a studio. I'm on the move. I got the microphone attached. I got a boom mic. I got three interns following me with a backpack, and I am walking up the stairs Oh, I'm sorry. They're walking up the stairs. I'm taking the executive elevator all the way to the top floor. Ka-ding, 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 all the way up. The door opens, and here I am, the VIP executive suite. We got bars. We got cocktail waitresses. We got pretty girls and good-looking guys hanging out because I only hang out with the best on Wednesday night, DDP Radio Live. And then I go up the, the small staircase all the way to the top of the roof. And I open up my hatch, and there's a symphony playing because they know magic's about to happen. When DDP Radio goes live, magic happens. I'm getting a standing ovation as I climb the ladder rung by rung by rung. And at the top of the ladder, there's a butler with a tray, and it's got a telephone. And I pick up that telephone, and I call to the great white north. And on top of that mountain, on top of that mountain, I call into a small shack on top of that mountain. In that shack, (laughs) there's a man who writes down the message and gives it to a yak who travels up the mountain, (laughs) on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario that doesn't exist, and that yak knocks on the door, and Crystal opens up that door and gives him milk and water and snacks, and she opens that letter, and boom, that's where the magic happens, and DDP Radio explodes into cyberspace, and welcome to the show. The one, the only, the recently, uh, uh, I, I lost my point of view. Crystal Stewart, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank I you. I mean, out the window. And you wonder why we're always late. Good lord. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should make the maybe I should make the trek all the way up to the VIP uh, tower before the show. But I like to do the walk-in as part of the presentation. So, yeah, uh, you know. Anyways, 
here we are. Uh, from what I've heard, I've got I've got sources all over the globe, and from what I hear, it's a hot, balmy day up there in uh, the in the Canadian uh, provinces. Yep. Um, toasty up there, huh? Yeah, it's you know what. You asked me a question before we came on the air. Would I rather it hot or cold? Um, I'll take the cold. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> it's so uncomfortable right now. But you know what can you do? Yeah, well, we we were talking beforehand, and and you can see where my priorities are. We're about a minute and thirty until the the, the intro kicks in, and you mentioned that it was twenty eight degrees Celsius, and I don't know the the the, the conversion chart. So the last <laughs> like we came in right under the wire because I was too curious to know what the conversion was. So I go and try to Google machine. I had to throw <laughs> off my own page to give them the the system here to get it. All to find out that it's 82.5 degrees conversions. So, yep. Um, True. It's uh, You can see where my priority is at. That, that would have driven me crazy the entire night. I probably would have shut down the show at some point to find out. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we have a uh, hell of a guest here on the line, and I'm going to bring him on in just a minute. And this is a follow-up show, I believe. You've been working so yeah. hard uh, filling the schedule and getting all these guests booked, and you keep bringing – Awesome guest after awesome guest and working very hard. And from what I hear that we're booked into 2024 right now, currently <laughs> and climbing, um, but you're on top of it and, and you're not just mailing it in. Anybody can go bring on a guest. Anyone can find guests for a show. I can go up in the street and grab someone and bring them in here and they can be a guest, but you find quality guests who are inspiring people in this community and really just kicking ass and uh, really putting in the work, putting in the effort, walking the walk, talk on the talk. And I know that we had uh, this person, Matt, on a couple a couple shows back. Uh, if you want to listen to his full story, hop on the DDPY uh, uh, radio uh, archives. There's so much stuff back there. But all the great guests, we love to get follow-ups because the journey don't end when we sign off. And there's so much more uh, to this uh, process. So I love that you're so great at keeping in touch with people and uh, bringing them back on and uh, getting updates. And without further ado, I'm going to have you bring on our guest that you've worked very hard getting uh, together today. So uh, without any more stalling, which is what I do, Crystal. <laughs> You're overqualified. <laughs> uh, um, so this week's warrior is an update story, like Mike mentioned. Um, and it's Matt Schmidt. So Matt, oh, such a great guest. Um, and he is proof that the system works if you put in the work. And it's always interesting to see how everyone differs after their first, you know, go on DDP radio. So for the updates, usually everyone is a little more relaxed and they're a little more um, targeted as to what they want to talk about. So I'm sure that we're going to have an amazing conversation with Matt. Um, and I am sure it's not going to be the last. So please welcome this week, um, my friend, Matt Schmidt. Hey, guys. Hi, Matt. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I don't know where Mike went. I think he disappeared. Oh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I was talking. 
I was talking, assuming you guys could hear me, because the weird part is I'd say something and then you'd respond as if you heard me. So I guess I had really good timing. So, but welcome <laughs> to the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, great to be here. Oh, sorry about that. That was a little bit of a train wreck uh, opening. I, my, I I think that my stuff is working right now. I just changed out a cord. That's why you couldn't hear me. Um, sometimes these cords get frayed after a while, but. Uh, we appreciate you coming back on and checking in with us. And uh, I know that we had you on once before. And uh, I'd love to urge people to go check out uh, Matt's initial uh, appearance on the show because we get into the origins of how he got here and, and the steps he took to become uh, one of us, another DDPY Warrior of the Week. But for those who missed it, for a couple of cliff notes, do you mind giving us a little bit of an update on uh, in a quick synopsis of, of what they might have missed the first show? Yeah, uh, so I started January 2021. I was 465 pounds, um, pre-diabetic. My blood pressure was um, gone through the roof, and basically doctors say I was going to die. And they wanted me to go and do the uh, start researching gastric bypass, that kind of stuff. Um, So, you know, I talked to my wife. I talked uh, to to my doctor, I was like, you know, I just want to give it one good shot. Um, trying to do it the with the exercise and, and diet before I went to extremes with surgery and all that. So I did some research, found DDP uh, Y online, and uh, I ordered the app. And uh, I had three bulging discs in my back, uh, bad knees, couldn't stand more than probably 10 minutes, couldn't walk uh, very far at all without having to sit or, like, lean up up against something. Uh, So I started in bed flex and chair workouts in uh, early January of 2021. And I worked through the chair warrior and just staying strong and built my – basically built my foundation up um, all the way up and then – Entered in the Positively Unstoppable in the mid-January. So by the time July hit, uh, I was 125 pounds down. Um, And I had lost uh, close – I can't remember how many inches it was. Uh, I'm over 100 inches down now uh, Mm -hmm. total. But anyway, 125 pounds down, um, was still going – and then, um, you know, I, I went through the challenge, and um, I didn't make the top six, but we got uh, – I was uh, one of the seven honorable mentions um, that we had to basically say hush-hush from November till May uh, due to COVID. Uh, so um, I'll get into more of that here uh here soon, but so I I pretty much stay stayed through it. Was doing got all the way up to intermediate, and then in September I stepped out my front door to take my son to school and hit the corner of a mat uh, like a doormat, and all my weight went on the the side of my foot, and I shattered the arch in my left foot. Uh, so I broke it in three places. Um, so I broke it long ways down the middle of my foot, down oh, the mid, 
from top to bottom and on the back side of my uh, where your arch and your heel meet. So I broke that three in three places. Um, I was put in uh, like a soft air boot uh, for about six weeks, and then oh. they found that I did not heal. And so they took off the soft boot and they set my foot, which means that the doctor took both thumbs and pushed the bones into place. And then I was in a hard cast till January of this year. So uh, in this meantime, I stayed on doing chair workouts. I uh, worked as much as I could with Chair Warrior uh, linked on a lot of the DDPY community. Um, I highly recommend if you're having questions, issues, reach out to, to and find some support people. And basically I leaned on them. Um, very good friends that I've made through, through the program um, and just continue to post. And um, so that kind of brought us up to January of this year. I went ahead and decided to re-enter for the Positively Unstoppable this year after talking to Pat and Nadia. And uh, I was still in the actual cast when I did uh, enter. Um, I was kind of debating on not um, not entering this year. Um just I didn't think I, you know, I had much more that I wanted to say or do or, you know, I'd pretty much done it. But uh, then, so I decided to do it after Pat and them had uh, talked to me and come to find out that um, there was a lot of people in that kind of same boat that were hurt and, um it uh, actually, I find out later that it inspired them to actually get back into it. Um, and um, so I started the this year's challenge at 345 pounds. Uh, I had gained a little bit back uh, with having to be in the chair, wasn't, wasn't able to put in a whole lot of steps or, you know, it was a lot of sitting and, it was basically just diet that had been pushing me through. And so when I got the cast off, it was like a full rebuild again, back back doing uh, standing with chair, uh, working my back way back through. And so now I am out of the boots, off of all restrictions, doing um, normal intermediate, uh, got worked back up to that. And... Um, so now I'm down to 309 pounds. So I've been there for the last about three months. I've been completely uh, deadlocked in a in a plateau. Uh, have a so I kind of swing from 309 to 315, and I pretty much hovered there. Um, but I'm I'm pretty much at a point where I'm happy where I'm at. You know, if if I do get under 300, which is my goal to get to about 290. Um, I want to get there, uh, but, you know, if if my body is saying, hey, you, you, this is where you're supposed to be, I'm happy with where I'm at. You know, I, I look good. I feel good. Um, my family's happy with the energy and the stuff that I'm able to do now that I could never do before. 
Um, you know, I'm able to go out and, you know, I just this last week went, was able to go in and my son does karate and they did a, fa- a Father's Day um, where we got on the, the mat with them. And I was able to do like running uh, sidekicks to a mat, which I wouldn't have been able to do that before. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have lasted five minutes on that mat having to stand, let alone some of the stuff that we had to do. So that pretty much brought us up to now. So we're we're uh, we're kicking right along. Um, so uh, we're congratulations. It's congratulations, man. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And I I wanted to touch on something you said right there, um, which really I was impressed by because, you know, you said that you're happy where you're at. And I think there's a myth that if you're not finished, you can't be happy. You can't be content. And I love that you said the way you put it, where you said, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy with my success. I'd like to get more if possible, but I'm happy. And I thought that was really a, a really great way of looking at it because you know how it is. Most people think you can't be content and be successful or be content and right. happy. And you, there's always anywhere as human beings, there's always more we can do. But I love the fact that you're, you're, you found a place where like, I'm comfortable here. I'm happy here, but that doesn't mean I'm not motivated to be better. Right. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I, I keep my diet, um, you know, I'm up to doing, I still do fasting, uh, with a low carb, uh, you want if you want to say keto, or whatever. Um, but you know, I my diet's on point, my exercising's on point. So you know, if I if I go out to eat and I know um, my weight's gonna go up a little bit, I don't like fret it. I know ex- I know my routine. I know exactly what to do, and it comes right back down. So it's it's. Once you get in that, it's got you got to find that healthy routine, um, and you 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 have to learn your body, and you have to learn what you put in it, what's going to trigger it. So, like if you eat nuts and that that makes you retain water, you have to know that when you eat those nuts, you're going to retain water. And if you get on the scale, don't freak out. It's just it's part of the process. So for me, it was just learning my body, learning learning that healthy routine, and, and rinse and repeat. I, I love it, and, and I, I got to follow up because at the beginning you talked about it, you had the success, and then you really badly injured yourself, which will really just take the wind out of your sails when you're cruising and you're and you're doing well, and that happens. It, it's it can be soul crushing. And I got to ask you, because I know one thing I love about the DDPY program is if I'm laid up, there's always the bed workout. There's always the chair workout. When that injury happened, how much did the ability to maintain a routine and do something instead of nothing, how did that change your long-term, you know, success? Because a lot of people that disruption in the routine could have been a game changer, an ender. And you found a way to just stay doing something i would say having that routine before really helped um because nothing really changed it was just i found the different sections to go i leaned more on diet than i knew i had to be more strict on it um and i will you know i'm honest mentally it it was like 
holy crap, what, where do I go from here? What am I going to do? But that's why having that um, support system where it's at home or, or finding the people in the community, um, Aaron Greatrix, Brian Jones, for me, were two pivotal, uh, Justin Dobbins, um, being able to pat McDermott, um, lean on those guys uh, and gals, too, that have been my ride or dies from the very beginning. I mean, Aaron and I started the program in Bedflex, exact same time. Funny story, and it actually got captured when um, we did our uh, visit in May. Aaron and I, when we first started, we were like, wouldn't it be funny if we both uh, made the stage at the same time? Well, we both got honorable mention, and in May flew down to Dallas uh, in Atlanta to do workouts and have a like pre-summit experience for a trans- transformation summit that was in May. And there were seven of us that went, uh, Matt Wilner and Jackie Miller and Rocco and, you know, there's so many people um, that uh, are leaders in, in the community that did such a good job. Um, Diane um, was there as well. And we were able to do a workout at um, Dallas's house. And I was 100% freaking out the whole (laughs) time before that because here like we found out and I was in the cast and and so they're like well we're going to have you come down but COVID numbers are up so we're going to wait a little bit and I'm like so I'm pushing as hard as I can to try to maintain but freaking out I'm like okay I'm going to go meet the guy that invented this in a room full of rock stars and I'm going to be in this cast like trying to modify my way through whatever workout we get put in. Luckily, because of COVID and stuff, they had to kind of push it back in scheduling stuff. So it was like May, the week of May 24th, we went down. And so I was out. I had worked my way back up through beginner and I was just getting in intermediate and the the program or workout that he chose was intermediate and but the energy in that class and in that and that actually just premiered on one of the uh, for the live on the app yesterday so we were all excited to, to be able to see what that looked like but the energy there was so amazing um like the glass the mirrors in his um studio were uh, vibrating and actually, Garrett came in and said, you know, he, making jokes that he couldn't hear us. And Dallas was like, if they get any louder, I think my mirrors are going to fall off the wall. <laughs> so uh, I, I've had a harder um, to deal with coming back after being able to work out in that atmosphere at the summit and his house with all these amazing people coming back to do the workouts by myself and trying to figure out how I'm going to compete with that feeling has has been more of a a, a mental uh, adjustment than anything. And it's like once you experience that, it, it's hard to go back to. It's just me in my quiet house, and I work out at 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the morning before anybody gets up, 
And so I don't even really play music because I don't want to wake anybody up. And that's my kind of time that, you know, I get up every morning. Um, I, you know, drink my water, get get my supplements started, um, you know, my vitamins, whatever. Um, and then I start my workout. And that's my healthy routine of every day that I, you know, I get up early before everybody wakes up. It's kind of my time. It's my zen, quiet time. And, and then I go rock it out. And I really love, there's so many parts of this story that, you know, make me want to just stop the whole conversation and go, oh, my God, this is amazing and this is amazing. But um, the thing that came to my mind is you had a health issue and and you still chose to see the other side of that. So. To me, it's I have a note downstairs in the dungeon on the wall, and it says, are you being mindful or are you being mindless? Absolutely. And, right? I, this came to my mind. So, And then you mentioned your diet, and that is another thing. You know, are you been making mindful choices or mindless choice, choices? And I just want to say before this conversation gets more involved into you know wherever we go with it but um i'm very proud of you and congratulations oh, thank you so much yeah i i kind of embraced a saying that i heard last year and it was setbacks aren't stop signs right and i never really looked at it as you know in the past if I got on whatever fad diet or or try to get healthy by exercising or whatever, as soon as I had the first little blip of stressful day or whatever, it was being it would be in the, down in the tubes and uh, and flushed any work that I've done, and then complete stop went right back to it, and that's kind of what I, you know, all this, um all the setbacks that I've had, you know, I've uh, recapped back. I, you know, I had the back injury that I was rehabbing. And then in February last year, I slipped on ice and rode three concrete steps and I broke my tailbone. So that was in the middle of trying to do the stand strong. Um, And it's just now to the point where I can really do like red, red hot core or any like core work. Uh, where I sit on the floor, I still have to bring out a, like a donut pillow to put on the floor. So a lot yeah. of my like recordings and stuff, uh, and actually Dallas brought that up when we were uh, at his house is um, why I use those. And I was like, well, and once I explained it, he's like, yeah, he's like, I can't believe you're doing that with, uh, you're doing red hot corn stuff with a donut pillow, and you're able to to get through that. But once you know, I explained all that kind of stuff. It it was just really neat to um, to have that experience and get to go to his house. And um, you know, I posted a um, a video that um, I, I will probably cherish the rest of my life. Um, when I first started the program, I was in a 7X shirt, um, and I had I had bought 
four or five of these uh, style shirts um, in every color because they fit good. Um, they were big. They were, you know, I had plenty of room, but it, it, when you're that big, you just kind of find out what works and you buy whatever you can uh, that halfway decent look um, like you belong somewhere. And um, so this is a, like a turquoise um, button up uh, and I wore it um, to, to all to work and that kind of stuff. So it was more of like a dress shirt. Um, but it being a seven X, uh, now I'm in like a three, two to three X, uh, tall, depending on the cut. So I was able to give that to Dallas and I wow. actually wrote, wrote on it. Uh, cause normally everybody goes there and wants something autographed. And I, I, from the get wanted to autograph something to give to him as, as a tribute. And so I wrote on it that I can no longer wear this shirt because of you and the program that you've created. Thank you, Matt Schmidt. And I, I just signed it and um, I gave it to him there. And uh, so luckily Brian Jones was there and was able to record the, the, um, the video of us holding it up. And it actually took both of us standing side by side to, to cover the whole span of the shirt and so now the two of us can fit in uh, side by side we're holding this shirt up that um i filled out less about 15 minutes or 15 months before that so it was a very very special uh moment for me and something i'll treasure forever yeah i can imagine Oh, that, that's incredible! What a what a you know what a representation of, of your success just to stand there and and you uh, you almost unburdened yourself of that shirt like when you handed it over it's it's no longer with you it's a part of you but what a symbolic gesture that's that's a really cool idea and I'm sure that ever uh, you know he appreciated that too and I'm sure that that video is gonna is gonna mean something for a long time and when you start getting you know, I'm bummed out about having to work out at four o'clock in the morning in the dark and quiet when everyone else, you know, after having that experience, that's really something tangible that you can hold on to and, and something that's meaningful and you realize why you were here and why you're up at four o'clock in the morning doing that workout yeah, today. You definitely need those tokens. Like I still have the same belt that I started in and um, I could barely get in the first loop. And now I've drilled nine additional holes in this belt, but I keep wearing it every day because it's a constant reminder when I have to cinch that up to see how long of a belt, um, how much it's come. And I know I actually got the um, idea for that with Matt Wilner. He he did the same thing. Uh, He recently got a new belt. I'm still... I'm still going to go as long as the belt will hold up. It's it's uh, been in in um, but had its better days, but um, it, it's just my constant reminder every day when I put on my uh, my uh, jeans or my slacks for for work. I put it on, and it's that constant reminder every day that I've done the work, I've put in the time, the effort, sweat blood, tears, whatever, and um, 
you know, I, I also heard a a quote just a couple uh, weeks ago, actually, that I, I really started kind of embracing, and it's grow through what you go through. And that's exactly with all the setbacks and all the growth that came from that and the wins you get through this program. That's what makes it so special is with the being set in the 13-week uh, programs and you being able to, to – you having to modify at the start – and then you you do better and you do better and you do better and you you end up building yourself up. But what it's doing is it's teaching you how to win. It's teaching you how to get better. And you're going to start seeing those small results and what I call wins. And for somebody that struggle with weight and struggle with food, I'm an emotional eater. Um, I've struggled with that stuff all my life. I, you know, I've probably been until last year. I'd probably been 25 years at 400 plus pounds, and I always ran the food for everything. So not having to do that now, and having those wins to build off of. Once you put that that work in, you start seeing the progress. And it happens so quick. Like, I always tell people that I I started helping people more than anything um, this year, um, more than anything, as, as far as just trying to give back. Um, I started a T-shirt um, Teespring account, and I do logos for different people that inspire me, like Ken Doors and Aaron and, you know, so many more. And we... We, as people buy them, we obviously Teespring gives you a cut off of that, and we donate all that stuff proceeds to provide the apps or uh, heart rate monitors for people that can't afford it. And so, we just um, made a conscious effort, Aaron Great Tricks, and you know so many others that that um, jumped on and supported this. We've been able to give like 10 or 11. I think we're actually almost up to being able to do another one here. And uh, I think we need one more shirt um, on there to to fulfill another one. But it was so, this year, it's been so important for me to give back, to help others obtain their dreams and, Give them the tools that, you know, not only Dallas will teach you, but just some of the stuff that I've learned as far as how to get through those hard times, setback times, uh, doing the, the small wins that propel you into stuff that you never thought you could do or, um, you know, doing like 48-hour fast and the mental adjustments that takes when it comes to dinner time and your body's saying, okay, it's it's time to eat, but you're not eating. And that mental toll of adjustment, um, you want to know what you're made out of. Try to do a 48-hour fast one time, and when it hits dinner time, you'll understand what I mean. But the counterbalance of that is the next day when you get that energy boost from doing it when all the fat cells and stuff start 
start kicking in. So just being able to give the knowledge that I've learned from um, from teachers that you know I I have a life coach that I that I talked to. Um, I had a eating coach that I hired when I first really started getting into fasting and keto. I wanted to do it the right way. And so she was able to teach me on the way that I'm supposed to eat, the way that you're supposed to fast, how to break a fast correctly so you keep your metabolism up, um, that kind of stuff. So just giving that knowledge and being able to help others this year has been so important. Um, makes me feel like, you know, I, I can kind of live through them. And um, while I've been, you know, trying to get through this plateau, so I've been just kind of rinse and repeat and doing what I can, get as high as I can, but helping them has been so so much more gratifying than anything this year. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you for doing that, man. That's um. I just realized as you were talking, you have this very uh, calm demeanor that draws you in. And I, I realized for a minute that I'm not supposed to be the audience. I'm supposed to chime in here. I just, you know, listening to you talk <laughs> about it is so, it is, it's inspiring and it pulls you in and your story is, is, is phenomenal. And hearing you talk about giving back to the community, it's, it's, it's such a, an amazing thing here. The people in this, in this world and, and you guys going out there and trying to help out, you know, it's been a really rough year. For a lot of people, uh, not just physically, but you know, health-wise, financially, just a lot of people in this world going through a lot of stuff, and it really, really makes me feel good to know those people out there, you know, like you who are who are being successful and wanting to, you know, spread the love to other people and spread the hope. More importantly, uh, I know that you've, I mean, you've seen upwards of four, you know, over 400. I've seen that as well. I've seen down as low to 175 and everything in between. And there gets a point when you get up to that top of the chart, you know, it's, you know, you're, you can be the best person in the world, but, and the happiest person in the world, but there's times where things get pretty bleak and hopeless because you feel uncomfortable and things are hard and it's a pretty hopeless place to be. And I know that you've probably felt that and to come on the other side and, and find hope again and then help other people kind of find that and try to, you know, grab that uh, lightning bolt that you caught and inspired you that that's a pretty amazing gift you're giving to people. And I really love uh, that you did that. Yeah. I, you know, it, I was really there uh, to be honest. I mean, when I broke my foot, uh, you know, I was like, man, I put all this work in and I was scared that, you know, here my mobility is really going to be um, cut short for, you know, upwards of 12, 13 weeks here and ended up being uh, whatever, September to January, whatever, whatever that ends up being. Uh, it's late and I can't do math right now, but, um, you know, that's a long time to to get bad news over and over as far as, like, you want to, you want to push through the ceiling, but you feel like you tied to the floor. And, um, you know, it was, it was actually the people that I kept posting and I, I tried, I've tried to post, um, I haven't done as much, uh, this year as I, I posted every day last year. 
Um, and this year I have a new, um, I work for a new company. I have a new job. I've been promoted enough where a lot of my, my schedule has gotten a lot more hectic. So, you know, I, I'm good if I can get 30 minutes in. I get up at 4, I get 30, 45 minutes in. I have to hit the shower, and then I'm getting my son and everybody ready for school or day camp or whatever, and we're out the door, and then I have meetings and whatever, just like busy life. But that was why it was so important to me to get up so early is because I still had that time. You know, if I wait till I get home, I'm not going to feel like it. Uh, and a lot of people say they can't work out at, in in the morning because of their heart rate or whatever. Uh, I hear that quite a bit. But I'm like, you know, at least you know that you've got it in in the days ahead of you and you're not behind mm-hmm. that because for me personally, if I wait till the evening to work out, I, nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. Um, I'm going to talk myself out of it. And I just know that's that's something that I I know for a fact that if I don't do it first thing in the morning, um, I'm not going to get it done. And uh, just because of my schedule, I've got an eight-year-old son, and, you know, he's in, you know, he's got his schedule. My wife's got her schedule. And a lot of times, you know, I'm working from seven 16, 18 hour days uh, sometimes with um, with my job. So getting, you know, going through all that kind of stuff is is makes you kind of feel like you you're tied to the floor. Like I said, um, and if you don't have the, I want to go back to it. If you don't have a support system or somebody that you can talk to. Um, it it can really take you to a dark place. And, I'm, you know, I know so many people that, uh, especially this year after last year, did really well, and they've had to fight this year. And so to be able to lean on each other has been really, really nice. But out of nowhere, I had several people that were going through injuries, like uh, Farbo had had a foot injury and he, you know, I contacted and I saw him post that he was really down. Um, and I was kind of coming out of mine. I was pretty close to being at the end of, um, getting out of my cast and getting back, you know, to my full routine of being able to stand up and, and actually do it. And, for him to reach out and say that, you know, I inspired him to keep going or to push through it and actually, you know, go go through the the positively unstoppable this year. That kind of stuff just lifts you right up, cuts cuts those ropes right off the floor, and and uh, makes you feel like you're flying because, um, you know, a lot of people, especially if you're posting you don't know the impact that you have on other people unless they reach out and tell you, you you have no idea the amount of people that um, just this year has said, you know, last year you posted all that stuff with everything that was going on. They've, they've reached out this year and say, you know, you're the reason why I, um, 
I'm doing this. And I was talking to Vance when we were in uh, Atlanta in May, and Vance and Justin were the reason where their videos are what inspired me to get into DDPY in the first place. And I never, starting this, I never in the wildest dreams thought I would be one of those people that would turn around and less than a year later be the person that inspired a new generation or the next year of people. So, you know, I, I challenge everybody that I talk to is, you know, it might look ugly, it might look indifferent, but put it out there. Document it, document it, document it, because somebody's watching. And, you know, I've been lucky enough. Um, I have a I'm an IT uh, manager for Nucor Steel, and I have, you know, I used YouTube to document every single week. I did uh, uh, little snippets of my workouts and my weigh-ins, and I've documented from day one till, you know, the end of the challenge into this year. Uh, With my schedule this year, I haven't been able to post as much as I would like, but... Um, I'm still documenting. I just haven't been able to upload it yet. Um, but it's very, so important for you to do that. Just, um, I was challenged by Pat the other, probably a couple months ago, to go back and look at my one of the first couple videos that I did, and I didn't even recognize myself. Um, just not only the weight, but emotionally and and mentally, I'm in such a different place now. You could tell, like, how trapped and um, near death you are when you start looking back at some of those um, old videos and looking at the old pictures and seeing the lifeless smiles that were behind the camera because you know yourself and you know where you were in when you took that picture. Um, and for me, that 7X shirt, there's a you know a side photo of me half smiling, and it was one of my friends took the picture, and it's I never liked my picture taken uh, back then because it was a reminder of I hated myself, I hated the way I looked, how I felt. Um, I, you know, in my head, I was cheating my kids, uh, of the father that I wanted to be. And I had no end inside or no, no way to get there. And so finding DDPY and being able to fix those mobility issues, um, is, is so huge. Uh, I can't say enough what this program has done for me in my life. And I think that's a really important point that you've made, Matt, is that there in the beginning when we all come to this program, I mean, for some of us it was different, but I distinctly remember Dallas (laughs) emailing me and, you know, touching base with me, take the pictures, take the pictures, take the pictures. And, you know, I would hang up with him at first and think, there is no way I'm taking those pictures. There is no way I'm taking those pictures. 
But I think listening to your story and, you know, just the way you explained it, you perfectly described the power of transformation and transparency. When you are honest with yourself about where you are, you can leave that behind and shoot for something else. And I think that's really important. I think that maybe that's why Dallas always asks so much, you know, when he says, take the picture. And then when he asks you 9,000 more times to take the pictures, (laughs) there's a reason. And I didn't get it until right this minute, the way I heard you explaining your story. And I think it's the power of being, um, vulnerable and being open to making the changes to leave where you are to where you're going. I think that's really important. Yeah, I would, say probably, uh, I would say about 100% of the people that um, start at least uh, like positively or the app and it says take the pictures when it, it tells you to do that in the list. Um <laughs> I think that's the – I think I'm almost 100% sure that everybody's got the exact same. Are you freaking kidding me, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you want me to do what with right? these, uh, six pictures? And, you know, it, it's important because, you know, when I first started, I could bear – like when I do a roundhouse, I couldn't hardly even touch my kneecap. My back wow. hurt that bad, and and in my photo that I took, you, I'm like leaning to touch my kneecap, and I think I had my my foot might have got like two three inches off the ground. But if you look at the picture, I'm wincing in pain, and I remember that day I was like holding on to the wall, and after taking that picture, I actually cried. Because I hurt so bad. Yep. Um, and so I felt like so defeated right off the bat. Like, you know, how is this going to do anything for me? And, you know, I kind of had that mantra I was going to do it for a month and see what happened. Well, the month, I could already, uh, very first week, I lost 25 pounds. Um, wow. And I already could see some, I was sweating, I was feeling better. Not only was I feeling better, but, you know, back when I was 465, I wouldn't even make it through the day at my office without falling asleep at my desk. I was that tired. I, I couldn't sleep. I was in pain. I, You know, I wasn't sleeping good. I wasn't eating good. And just by eating better and doing a little bit of physical activity, I was able to make it through the day without having to fall asleep at my lunch break at my desk, you know. Um, And the stuff that I was putting in my body was so much cleaner um, that I felt it almost right away. And those kind of things, doing those small changes, are those little wins that I was talking about earlier that propel you to keep going. And that's why it's so important to document, to take take those pictures. Because mm-hmm. now 
you know, my roundhouse is up over my head and I can I can see the stages and I can go back and I can say how I felt here and how much different I feel now than I did when I took that picture. Um, and it's a constant reminder. Every time it flashes up on my screen when I'm looking through um, all my pictures to, like, grab something um, to throw on social media or whatever, I see those side-by-sides or comparisons, and it, it just propels you to keep going and see how far you can take it. I'm so proud of you. For sure. <laughs> Real uh, quick question. Um, so we only have a couple more minutes here, and I can't believe the time went by so quickly. But I want to ask you, when you first started, we had you on here. You had to, a lot of success with, with DDPY, and you hit this, you hit that injury, and you hit that foot injury, and, and you've, you've, you've really bounced back from that and really worked really, really hard. What did you – not so much the first time, because that's a whole different experience. So what did you learn about yourself on the comeback from that injury, because I, I can't stress enough how, enough how many times we lose people in the DDPY community or just fitness in general or weight loss. A setback like that is, is something that's devastating to a lot of people and they don't know how to yeah. come back for it from it. So what did you learn in that process of coming back about yourself that you would suggest, you know, maybe give a little bit of advice to somebody who's going through something similar? Um, I w- like I said, I would find somebody um, either in, that you trust that has your back, uh, and I will say that that has been the biggest eye-opener for me is learning those people that friend, that you think are friends that um, really tie you down mm-hmm. and yep. making sure that you have the right people in, in your support corner, um, but getting getting out and talking to people, getting um, those friendships that are are rock solid, that they re- and that's why I always kind of go back to like the positively unstoppable. Even though it's a challenge and it's a competition, we're a big family, and that's one thing that's really good about DDPY is we are a big family. I mean, you still have the people that that are there that you talk to that you kind of know that, you know, your friends, but that they don't really have your back. So finding those core people that you really can trust for me, it was Brian Jones and Aaron, uh, great tricks from the very beginning. Um, I was lucky to to have met them heard their stories, we laughed, cried, did everything together. We we went through the program from the bottom up and to be able to lean on them when I needed it. And, you know, it was, it crushed me to have to start here. I was just, I just got done going through the chair and bed flex and all that. And here I just got through, I had almost, two weeks or three weeks into intermediate and then bam, I'm right back into doing bed flex and, and chair. It, I'm not gonna lie. It took me a couple of weeks to kind of get out of my funk and they had, uh, they had to kick, you know, kick the work boots in my ass and get me back on, on the mat and make sure that, you know, I was doing what I, and they checked on me and, and that was more important 
than anything is just having people that care and um, that, you know, I'm not that that big of a person to not know that, you know, you're really lucky if you find three or four good friends in your whole life and to find two in this program that, you know, I can call at any time and know that they're going to pick up the phone and, and if I need to talk, they're there and vice versa. You know, that's the kind of relationships you need to be successful. I mean, you can't do this on your own. You just can't. You gotta, you gotta have somebody that you can lean on. Um, yeah. Cause you're going to have those yeah. bad days. You're going to have those conflicting where you're, you're having cravings like no other and you need to, you need somebody to talk you off the ledge of going in and messing, messing it all up with putting that stuff back in your, your diet. So having that core group of people, I would say, number one, find who you, who you're comfortable with, who you think you can trust and develop those relationships. Talk, Find, you know, the likenesses in your stories and build a friendship on that and really grow. And that, I mean, grow together. That That's probably helped me more than anything is just having my my wife to lean on, my son to, to lean on, and then, you know, the group uh, of those and, people. And, and, the thing is, too, is, is I guarantee you all those people that, you know, were there for you at some point, they're going to be through something similar, maybe worse, maybe not as bad. But And I know for a fact, just by hearing you talk, that you're going to be there for them, too. And that's the point that, uh, of all of this. Everything comes around again, and we're all going to be that person who life just brings to their knees once in a while. And it, it really, when karma comes into effect, man, and, and, and you start getting back the love that you put in, it's worth it, and it's worth it for you, and it's worth it for them, and it's worth it for everyone to just be, be decent. And uh, we're we're all out of time here. I I can't believe the hour went by so quickly, but I just want to say thank you so much for coming back on and checking back in with us and and, and talking with us tonight. Your story's uh, really inspiring. It's amazing, and I know a lot of people are going to listen to this and, and uh, see a lot of them in that. So thank you so much, and we'll have to do round three at some point down the line. Yeah, absolutely. It's my honor to be on, and uh, I appreciate it so much. Uh, you're the best, before, before we before we sign off, give us the the site uh, where you, you're uh, you're doing all your t-shirts and stuff. Uh, plug that thing right here, uh, so anybody who wants to check that out can go can go over there. Um, it's it's Teespring, uh, and I do it off of re- it's called Reawakening, and that's kind of been my mantra, uh, like. Phoenix burning out of ashes and you, you're rewoke uh, in life. So you can get on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, it's reawakening. Um, on Facebook, you, you can get it's Max Schmidt. Um, and I post uh, updates on, on uh, shirts quite often. Uh, or you can hit me up on social media and I, I'll give you the link. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. For coming on, we really appreciate it, and and I can't wait to do a, a third round with you sometime down the line. But Crystal, we are all out of time, yes. so I need you to I fire know. us off into the next week 
And uh, and I need you to give us a quote that's going to sustain this motivation and get us through and blast us all the way to next week in July. Yeah, this one's got sticking power. I guarantee you'll think about this at some point. So this week's quote is from Eleanor Eleanor Roosevelt. And the quote is, it takes as much energy to wish for something as it does to plan for something. Choose wisely. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a really good one. And uh, yeah. I, I knew Eleanor well. I knew her well. She was a lovely lady. <laughs> we go way back. Thank you so much. That was awesome. And that, and by the way, that's an awesome quote too. And I'm going to, I'm going to, if you can do me a favor, can you send me that one? Because I like that one. Uh, text sure. it to me so I remember. But we will be back next week with a brand new episode of DDPRadio.com, I think. I think we're on next week. Yep. Uh, until then, we'll see you guys soon. And uh, thank you, Matt, Matt Schmidt. And Thanks, uh, thank Matt. you, Crystal, as always. And we You're will welcome. be back next week. Crystal, stay cool yeah. up there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, okay. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. DDP <laughs> Radio guys. Live. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you, Crystal. And we are out. Thank Remember, you. own it. We'll see you guys soon. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most important. Importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.